0: Okay, so this afternoon I wanted to offer a little taste of a slightly different type of meditation practice, one that aims to very directly cultivate uh, skillful qualities of heart and mind, particularly one known as metta or kindness, often translated as loving-kindness. And just to zoom out a bit, To put this into context, one way that the later Buddhist teachings are sometimes framed are in terms of two wings to awakening, the wing of wisdom and the wing of compassion. And you can get a sense from that metaphor that we really need both of these wings to be equally well developed if we're going to metaphorically fly. So this practice that we're doing this afternoon is aimed at developing more of the compassion kindness wing. And the insight mindfulness practices that we've been doing previously in the retreat come more under the wisdom wing. So now we're going to be developing a little more of that other wing to help us uh, stay in balance. So on opening night, I mentioned developing an attitude of kind curiosity to whatever our experience might be. And I invited you to approach this whole retreat with the mantra of exploring and enjoying. And it's the same here. We're cultivating more systematically now this quality of kindness. And sometimes, as I said, this, um, this word is not, metta is sometimes translated as loving kindness. But this is not such a helpful translation because in English, The word love can refer to a whole spectrum of different emotions, some of which are not actually so helpful. So what we're trying to cultivate with metta is an unattached, unconditional, kind regard for everyone, just that basic attitude of goodwill without expecting anything in return. Whereas love, we can talk, for example, about loving ice cream, Well that's actually more about greed often. We can talk about romantic love, you know, that kind of inflated, very attached, emotionally unstable, emotionally unstable and dramatic kind of love. That's also not what we're aiming for here. The purpose of metta is to bring this goodwill so that it becomes equally available to everyone, including ourselves. And the way that, uh, so metta is the first of a series of four skillful states of heart and mind that together are known as the Brahma-viharas. And this phrase Brahma-vihara is difficult to translate, but it's often translated as heavenly realms or sublime abidings or uh, the boundless states because it has this quality of expansiveness. So these four qualities are kindness, compassion, appreciative joy, and equanimity. And there are different types of meditation practice that we do to very directly cultivate each of those four qualities. And metta, kindness, is really the foundation of all of them. And in the original Buddha's teachings, he didn't actually give us a lot of instruction about how to do this metta practice. The only sutta from his time, suggests that we, quote, abide with a heart imbued with kindness, and then radiate this energy to the north, the south, the east, the west, above, below, and all around. So in that sense, you can see it becoming boundless. Now, I don't know about for you, but For for me, sometimes starting with a heart imbued with metta, with kindness, is quite a big leap. It can feel a little bit like starting the car in third gear. So perhaps because of that, after the time of the Buddha, in uh, teachings such as the Visuddhimagga, there developed a more systematic way of cultivating metta, where we do it through reciting phrases of well-wishing, to a different a categories of people, starting with where the metta flows most easily and then gradually bringing in more and more types of people until eventually it becomes available to all living beings. So the idea is that we start with where it comes most easily and in the Vasudhi Maga, we start with ourselves because the assumption was that, of course, that's where we naturally feel most kindness. But as many of you know for yourselves, sometimes we ourselves is not the place where kindness most naturally and easily flows. So today I'm going to start by using these phrases in relation to a category known as the benefactor. And this category of benefactor refers to anyone who's helped us in some way, who's supported us, perhaps been a mentor. Uh, It could be a teacher, a school teacher, a meditation teacher. It could be a a professional mentor. It could be a relative, a kindly aunt or uncle or a grandparent. It could even be an animal, a pet. It's any being where when you think of them, you naturally have a sense of warmth or appreciation, gratitude, something in that terrain. It could, if you can't think of anyone you know personally, it could be a a public figure, perhaps His Holiness the Dalai Lama, or the uh, Vietnamese monk Thich Nhat Hanh, or perhaps uh, Mother Teresa, or any, any being where you just feel a sense of inspiration and appreciation or warmth. So we'll be working with this category. And before we start, I just want to name that often... People find this a challenging practice because they think they're supposed to feel some kind of emotion. And unless they're dissolving into waves of oceanic warmth, it's not working. But really, what we're cultivating here is the intention to develop kindness. Whether or not we get an actual emotion is really secondary because if we're doing this practice in order to get something, then it's not actually unconditional. We're doing it with a goal in mind. So we need to be really careful to just set an intention. And even if all we did was sit here and mechanically recite the phrases, that's still having an effect. And it's like we're planting seeds in the garden and who knows at some point they will actually fruit. So the phrases we use are pretty simple and we keep them the same for all categories of being. So the phrases I'll be using are, may you be safe, may you be healthy, may you be happy, may you know peace. And as we lead into this, I'll be inviting you to begin by really connecting to any sense of well-being in your own body. And I'll give these phrases to you again at the end so you don't need to take too many notes now. But I'm going to be inviting you to connect with your own body and to try and find well-being in your own body because the more you're connected to your own well-being, the easier it will be to offer to other people. So again, remembering that... Mantra to explore and enjoy. We'll just uh, move into this and give it a go.